Welcome to another episode. I'm Sabrina Lynn, and this is Rewilding. So if you listened to the last New Moon episode, you will have noticed we're not really doing astrology. (laughs) Um, Yes, I'm absolutely basing the conversation off of what's happening at the new moons and the full moons. But to me, I'm loving these deep dives. I'm loving bringing much more than just a few practices and some archetypes and let, you know, like Pluto is square Eris who is conjunct the sun. (laughs) Um, This conversation is much the same. So you could actually treat this conversation kind of like a workshop and pause it dive in where you feel to meditate on something when you want to grab a notebook and free flow write when you feel to um, go for a walk, reflecting on one of the themes or questions or topics that's coming up. There's many, many, many different angles um, coming at us in this conversation. Again, take what resonates, um, leave the rest, Uh, We got a ton of feedback on the last New Moon conversation, and I so appreciate that. I also, if you have left a review on the audio podcast that the platform that you listen to this on, I am so grateful. Um, We had so many beautiful reviews come in. If you haven't left a review, it's not too late. It's not too late. Um, They really help us out. We really appreciate them. Um, So if you have a minute or even 30 seconds to just quickly go to like rate or review on whatever platform you listen to the audio podcast on. It's really, really, really beautifully received and much appreciated. All right. So in these intros, I always give you a little something extra just because I love to. The little something extra that I would love to give to you that we don't even touch on in the full conversation or the main content coming up is this conjunction between Mercury and Uranus that's happening during this full moon. So they are very close to each other and doesn't matter if you're listening on the full moon, the energy will still be there for a few days before, a few days after. But what Uranus conjunct Mercury does is Mercury is the mind, it's communication, it's the mental body, it's the mind. Uranus is inspiration, insight, um, revolutionary, new uh, ways of thinking outside the box. It's very, it's like flashes of insight. So something that I know I will definitely be doing is (laughs) during this time period, I always have my phone with me, right? Kind of who doesn't nowadays, but I take copious amounts of notes in the notes section because I know that if I don't, I will forget things. And that's what happens to me with Uranus inspiration a lot of times is it comes through and it's quick, right? It's really quick. It's fast. It's a flash. It's a thought and it's very fleeting. Like I will come up with a title for a new program and it's like the greatest name on the planet. But if I don't write it down right away, I'll lose it. That's Uranus. And so just being open to that, being open to insights, inspirations, also something you can do is 
something you're looking for an answer for or a solution to. You can kind of pass it over to this like Uranus Mercury and you just feel like, okay, I'm just going to give this over to like higher inspiration energy. And I'm, I'm just going to go for a walk. Like I do this a lot. I, I hold an intention of, oh, I'm really looking for a solution to this. Um, and boom, insights will come. Inspirations will come just because I've sort of given it a container. I've held an intention. I'm giving it it always feels like a container for me. So I give the energy a container, like here's the container. We're going to think about this in-person retreat. So I'm really thinking about doing an in-person retreat here at the retreat center in June. Uh, it's April, so rather quickly. But I will give my, my kind of my mind, my intentions, my heart, my focus, all of that. I'll give it a container and I'll say, okay, we're, we're thinking about this retreat. We're thinking about this retreat. This whole walk is going to be about this retreat. And then I allow for flashes or insights or feels or um, visions or however kind of the world is talking to me, however Shakti is talking to me, however my own, you know, body wisdom or soul is talking to me or however the world is talking to me. Um, I just jot those things down. So there's a fun little Sabrina practice, <laughs> Sabrina personal practice, along with another little astrology tidbit. Speaking of Sabrina personal practices, I share my personal practices in Living Close to the Bone. So this is a program that I'm sure you've heard me talk about if you've been around for a while. We lovingly call the space Bones, <laughs> just Bones. Um, living close to the bone, it's really this like razor's edge of truth, this soulful living, this, uh, it's kind of based on the question that so many participants in retreats and workshops had asked me. And it was, Sabrina, what are your personal practices? Like, how do you live so close to the razor's edge of your truth? How do you live so close to the bone? And that's how this space was founded. We base it on astrology um, a little bit, just in that we work with the current energies. So if you've liked these embodied astrology videos and you want to work in the energy with a group that holds that same intention, if you want to dive into my own personal practices um, that I've developed for myself, for my loved ones, and for participants in retreats, um, that's the place to go. It's live every month with me and an amazing community. This community continues to blow me away. Um, every time I come into that space, I'm just shocked at the depths we can get to and the ripple effect we're having into our daily lives. So it's not just about, oh, cool, some more practices, uh, yada, 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 some more inner work. It's really let's let this inner work ripple out and change our lives, bring change to our daily lives in all the areas of our life. Okay, if that sings to you, just go to sabrinalynn.com. It's only on that website. So sabrinalynn.com and you'll find it. Otherwise, in the show notes below, you'll find it too. But would be amazing to be with you in there. All right, enough of me rambling on in the intro. Enjoy this episode. We are going for it again. Thanks to all of you and your beautiful comments on the last Embodied Astrology video. Uh, we are going to stick with this free flow format 
deep diving, really giving us an opportunity to sink into some of these aspects of self. Really, that's kind of the astrology, the offering that I bring to us in this conversation is ways of <laughs> really bringing together um, as above, so below, uh, as without, so within, right? And so my aim is to give you something really juicy, really powerful, really reflective, really deep diving, really energetic, something that's beyond just the mental realm of talking about planets and stuff. So that said, even if astrology is not your jam at all, that's totally cool because this conversation is more about parts of self, parts of self. And, and really, uh, I'm on this kick of, of human potential. Of, I shouldn't say I'm on it currently. I've been on this kick for years, but it's really loud for me at the moment is, is human potential human potential, each of our potentials, this, this unfathomable amount of power that we have within that we maybe haven't opened up to yet. These gifts or these, these like deeper wisdoms that they just are in us waiting to be kind of discovered. And uh, even not on the individual, so I know I'm talking like very specifically your specific gifts, my specific kind of gifts or your specific kind of power purpose and my specific kind of power purpose like wiring but also just as humanity as as humanity and now we're starting to sound all aquarian which is very much the energy that we're in and moving more and more into but even more on this like collective level of us humans we've barely tapped into what we're capable of. Like we've barely tapped into the healing potentials we have, the uh, psychic potentials we have, the energetic potentials we have, we, we, the spiritual potentials that we have, the, the consciousness potentials that we have, the love potentials that we like, We've barely tapped into this. And to me, this is a moment in time, this full moon. So yeah, I will talk astrology too, but this moment in time is this Jupiter-Neptune conjunction in Pisces. By the time you're watching this, that's probably already happened. That peaks on the 12th. This full moon is on the 16th, but they're still at the same degree during this full moon. So it's not just like, oh, bang, on the 12th. It's some, we're, we've been in it and we will continue to stay in this kind of window. And to me, part of that energy, which is a good conversation to have during this full moon is really opening up these potentials, really opening us up to more, us up to more of our psychic capacities, our um, oracle capacities, our, if you think about um, Jupiter and Neptune, it's expanding consciousness. It, it's expanding consciousness. It's expanding the mind, not, not the lower mind, the higher mind. So it's expanding the higher mind. It's also higher heart. It expands the higher heart. Neptune can be linked to higher heart. Um, it's uh, because it's in Pisces, it's very permeable. It's very permeable. So it, 
might be that we're sensing or feeling into that wisdom, that you know, spiritual truth of all is one. We are all interconnected. But instead of taking it from a left brain logical standpoint, <laughs> we might be feeling it. We might be feeling it. And, and this is how it sometimes shows up for, for us or how I hear um, others talking about it or even how I've experienced it for myself is, wait, I don't know what's mine and what's yours. In these conversations, you know we got to be radically honest with ourselves, right? This is all about uncovering our own potential, opening up to more and more and more and more of our own potentials, right? And so in order to do that, one of the things that we really have to give ourselves permission to do is to be really honest. So that's my invitation as usual to just be really honest. Something else that can help as we're going through this conversation is to let your heart wisdom be online. So it's not just your mental body is here. It's your heart wisdom is online. Your maybe belly wisdom is online. Your deeper intuitive wisdom is online. Just your body wisdom is here, right? Your, your body wisdom, your emotional wisdom, your spiritual wisdom, as well as your mental wisdom. But letting yourself like fucking be here, like fucking be here. Like, oh, shit, this thing could change my life. This, this conversation could change your life. It, it could, it could bring an insight. But a lot of times we kind of have to be like present to it happening. Or we have to put ourselves in a state where, okay, I'm, I'm here to receive. And I'm, I'm, I'm giving you full permission to receive, to like drink in as much of this goodness as you can, right? To allow it to touch you in places that maybe you didn't even know were there. All right, enough of the how to get the most out of embodied astrology. So um, where were we at? We were talking about, um, I know we were talking about potentials and this Jupiter-Neptune conjunction in Pisces. This is where we were. We were on this <laughs> getting radically honest about how this might be showing up for us. It's um, oftentimes I hear things said like, I don't know what's mine and what's yours. Um, I'm too sensitive. I'm too empathic. And I'm, I'm the first person to put my hand up and go, I've, I've totally, totally I've said those things before. Um, for sure, I haven't necessarily um, always known how to <laughs> really um, honor the dualistic nature of both and. And this is going to be a little trippy, but hold on, you might totally get it or you might be like, oh my God, she's gone off the planet. But this both and principle of I am an individual, I am Sabrina Lynn, I, I am an individual, and I am totally interconnected to the all of everything, and I am so much more, right? That that absolute spiritual truth, that both and, I am both. And part of what I'm sensing this time is about is, is we're experiencing in many different ways. It doesn't have to be with human beings. We all instantly go to humans, always. So I'm just gonna invite us to expand our mind and go, it doesn't have to be 
a person one-on-one. It could be you're really tapping into the collective. It could be, whoa, I'm so connected to nature right now. And and the, the cycle that we're in, like we're in spring here in the mountains of Colorado. And it's just, it's, I'm finding like I am so, um, the the link between me and the tree that I'm looking at right now, it's so strong. The link between me and the land right now, it's so strong. The hawk flying over, that link is so strong right now um, in a way that it maybe wasn't two months ago. So that being said, here's just a quick reflection question I asked um, this of a friend the other day. It was, you know, how is this, this moment of opening us up to more and more potential, um, almost more of our psycho-spiritual gifts? And that can mean many things. Um, you can take the word spiritual out of there and you can almost just go my energetic gifts. If spiritual is a little bit too much, you can go my energetic gifts, my body wisdom gifts, my um, unseen realms gifts, like the kind that ne- don't necessarily show up through your five senses, like your sixth sense gifts switching on. That's a lot of what's going on right now during this Jupiter-Neptune conjunction is we might be getting flooded <laughs> with these, these capacities that we didn't know we had. Um, we might be getting just little tiny inklings. It kind of depends. Here's the truth. kind of depends on how much space you're giving, how often you're sort of focusing in on this area of, of your beingness. You know, how much time do you devote to meditation or connecting in with the infinite all of everything or um, coming into like a circle or a group or a workshop or a program or reading a book or an audio book or having a conversation like this, a podcast, where you're kind of turning your awareness and your focus and your attention into the unseen into you know something beyond the five senses and the more space that we give this sort of aspect of our being right now the more that we're going to be able to work with this the more that we're going to be able to develop to open to to give space to to bring energy to right what um what is that weird old line there's like this weird old line like what we bring attention to we grows or something like that. Um, I think it was like a business saying that I learned about in my 20s or something. But um, really, um, where are we bringing our focus? Where are we bringing our attention? How much time and energy and juice? It's almost like our life force. Me right here with you right now. I'm, I'm, I'm giving you my life force. I'm, I'm giving the community, I'm, everyone who's watching this, I'm giving my life force to this, right? It, and it's where my energy's going. It's where my focus is at, where my attention is at. And so if, if you were to think about it and get honest, again, here's like honesty point number two, is how much time am I dedicating to my inner world? to my own inner growth, to my soul's growth, to my soul's dance, to my psycho-spiritual gifts developing, to the evolution of 
my own being, you know, what it is that my soul is longing for. How much time am I giving that? You could call it your spiritual life. How much time, how much quiet, maybe you have quiet time, meditation time, practice time, but don't make that sound like rigid and like a pain in the ass. I think so often we're like, Ugh, oh, I have to go do my meditation now. What? What? Like, what? This is the time to let your soul dance wildly. Um, if we can approach it with this joy and this like reverence and curiosity and like playfulness. Playfulness, it's so much different. So that's something to just be honest about, think about, and maybe there's something that you might want to shift. You might want to spend a little bit more time or be in some groups that are more focused or some start or try some different practices. Like this is a really great time to start or try new practices. So if shamanic practices have been calling to you forever, it might be the time if learning about multidimensional beings has been, you know, sort of like a curiosity for you, now might be the time. If past life regression has been something that's like, hey, there might be something here, now might be the time. This is a glorious time to go beyond what we've known, to go beyond what we've known. And that might include us exploring our own inner world in our own ways, in different ways, our own inner world in our own ways, in different ways. Love that. <laughs> it might be, um, I'm really called to this, and I know that, you know, someone holding the torch <laughs> and, and guiding the way is what I need. I, I just need a teacher. I need someone to guide me into past life regression, into shamanic practices, into some, some real like deep soul work, right? So feel into that and be real. Just be, just be real. Be, be real with ourselves. Um, this, is, this is a moment in time where we have the opportunity, the potential to, um, to move leaps and bounds in our lives. And this doesn't just mean like spiritual awakening or raising our vibration, although all of that's totally true. It also means, um, I like using the words wake up and grow up, right? So there's, there's kind of this conversation around spiritually waking up, like spiritually waking up. But then there's also this really grounded growing up growing up, like growing up, us moving past our adolescent habits and patterns, us moving out of childhood safety survival mechanisms, all of those things are on offer. So it's not just, oh my gosh, this is such a great spiritual moment in time. No, it's, it's also this amazing moment in time where we can evolve, grow beyond old insecurities, old thought patterns, old safety survival, old power dynamics, old blah, 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 blah. It is a leap forward on all levels, all, all levels, all levels. That's when there's Jupiter, Neptune, in Pisces, right? There are no 
limits to this. There's no boundary. There's no area of our body. There's no aspect of our body. So if you think about, you know, the mental body, the emotional body, the physical body, the spiritual body, the energetic body, that you could keep going with all sorts of different aspects. All of them are being touched. All of them are being touched. Uh, I just, oh, I want so much um, for, <laughs> for us to just have the time and the space. Um, this almost makes me want to cry. Uh, we're, we're, we're always so caught up in this do, 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 achieve, 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 accomplish, 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 accomplish. And what if the thing that will help us to achieve and accomplish the most is dedicating more space and more time to our soul right now, to our inner world, to our practice, to our body wisdom, to, to just anything that moves us out of our current state of being, our previous way of being, you know, just really, is this true? Is this true? Is this true? Is this valid? Is this useful? Is this, I mean, those are great questions to ask ourselves about, about our daily routine, about everything. And this can also be a really, um, almost ungrounded time, almost ungrounded time. If you've been <laughs> hanging out with me in any form or fashion lately, you will have heard me talking about the importance of groundedness and integration of, of really being here, of, of, um, of not, <laughs> I won't go into this. I will point you to the previous podcast episode that is titled Spirituality That Works. <laughs> um, and we talk a lot more about this. So we'll put a link up here and there's a link below. Just look for something that says Spirituality That Works and you'll find it. Um, so I won't go too much more into that. I do really want to continue on this potential um, thread and I want to talk a lot about <laughs> North Node, South Node, how important this is in the current astrology, why our own potential, our destiny is being opened up even more right now outside of just the Jupiter-Neptune conjunction, outside of this big beautiful full moon that's happening. Um, I want to talk another aspect that's really loud around opening up to our potentials. Before I do that, I want to invite you all to deepen into practice, deepen into community, deepen into <laughs> um, shamanic practices, tantric practices, archetypal embodiment practices, practices that support everything we talk about in these astrology videos. And that's our Living Close to the Bones group. It is a group that gets together live with me every single month and we journey together. We do practice together. We do practice that not only, <laughs> I like the words shake up to wake up our inner world, that's one that's coming right now. Not only to like that shake us up to wake us up um, to more of our potentials, right? To more of our power, to more of our true selves. But also this is the big key is 
that happening in our inner worlds, but opening this gateway to let all of the work that we're doing in our inner world ripple right out into our outer world, right out into our outer world, right? How many really um, dedicated spiritual people do you know that just have not great outward lives? Like, like the only time that they really feel happy, and you might be able to relate to this. Again, hands up if you do. This is radical honesty. Rat we, we have to be radically honest with ourselves about the things that don't feel good, about the things that do feel good, about the things that, that trigger us, about the things that light us up and inspire us. We, just being so honest about this. Um, I know many, many individuals who the only time that they find joy is when they're on a weekend spiritual retreat or they're on the mat meditating or they're in the yoga class. But, but then they go back into you know, this, this like separate, like it's like separate lives. Like, oh yeah, I can find a little bit of bliss and a little bit of joy over here when I'm, you know, dancing my butt off or I'm, you know, possibly even journeying with, with psychedelics or whatever, what, whatever it is. But then I come back to my life and my life is just like, and I'm just waiting for Saturday. Like I'm just waiting for Saturday to escape out of my life or I'm waiting for Friday night or I'm waiting for yoga class or I'm waiting for whatever it is. And so this, this group and this journey and the work that we do in there, it's everything that we talk about in embodied astrology. It's how to work with it deeply in really powerful alchemical levels um, that, <laughs> that are all designed for lasting transformation. They're all designed for deep, deep transformation that sticks and flows out into every aspect of life. Every aspect of life. Because for me, spiritual practice or shamanic practice or tantric practice or archetypal practice or whatever, whatever the practices, those practices were designed to help us live our best lives. Just like they're designed to help us live our best lives. How have we not opened the door to that yet? <laughs> um, so anyways, we're, we're, we have that door wide open <laughs> to that. Um, if it's something that sinks to you, you'll find um, things links up above, links down below. Just look for living close to the bone. We call it bones. That's, that's the name for short bones. Um, there's, if you join before the 22nd of April, you save 15% and it's only 40 bucks a month. Like it's nothing. It's, 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 it's nothing. Um, okay. So enough of that. I want to talk about nodes. Let me talk about these, <sighs> these beautiful and amazing North node, South node, which if this is new for you, it's our destiny line. Even if this isn't new for you, let this kind of be an energetic conversation, an energetic transmission. Let it touch something in you. So here's how we'll do this, actually. Um, <laughs> Sheeves is excited. If you just heard the groan in the background, that's little Shiva, my dog. Um, if you visualize your heart or place your hand on your heart, um, sometimes it'll be your power center, so it might be a little bit lower if you want to go to solar plexus, kind of the lower ribs section, but you feel for what feels true for you. And just breathe here for a quick second. Now imagine there's a destiny line. It's like this 
beautiful iridescent line that runs right through your heart or your solar plexus. For me in this moment, it's actually uh, my solar plexus. That's where it's going, uh, where it shows up in this moment. It can be anywhere. It can be lower. It can be higher. It doesn't matter. It can be the whole central channel, right? Like the whole central channel of your body might just be like, oh my God, this, is a, this, is a, this isn't just a destiny line. This is like a destiny rod. <laughs> but instead of letting it go up and down, like we want it to go from back to front, from back to front, from back to front, from back to front. It just helps us to embody it. This is embodied astrology, so let's embody, let's embody the shit out of this thing. So this destiny line, north node, south node line, you can call it soul purpose line, you can start to hear and sense how important this thing is. This is your, hold on a second, let me get these words right. This line, is for those of us who are like new age spiritual lingo, this could be considered like the line that holds all of your Akashic records. For those who are not spiritual lingo or if Akashic records is new to you, this line, it's like the blueprint of your life. It's your soul's blueprint. <laughs> let me translate that, and then we'll work with this line in a minute. But let me translate that into uh, more mundane terms. If we're looking for, which most of us are, let's face it, if we're looking for our purpose, right? You hear that a lot, or maybe you feel it in yourself on a regular basis of, I just, I want to do... I want to do something that like lights me up, something that feels like, like I'm on purpose or alignment. Like I'm, I, I just want to be like in integrity with myself. I want to be in alignment with my own truth. Um, questions like, what am I here to do? What was I given life for? What was I put on this earth for? This line tells you all of it. This is an amazing place to work. This is an amazing place to work. It, it answers all of those questions. I'm not joking. You work with this line long enough and it will answer all of those questions. It will answer all of them. It will also answer the questions of what's holding me back? What's holding me back from my greatest life? What's holding me back from the love I'm longing for, the relationship I'm longing for, the job, the career, the home, the babies, the family, the whatever it is that we're longing for. It will also answer, it will, it will point to all of this information. It's all held here. Isn't this amazing? Who knew? It's all there. It's all right there. Um, we just need like different <laughs> bifocals to read it, right? We just need different glasses because most of us can't read the dang fine print on this thing. We don't even know how to access it for, for most of us. Heck, I did in for the first 30 years of my life. But um, working this line, it, so if you feel back into your body, we'll do this now. If you feel into your body, you know, you can feel heart, solar plexus, and then you just feel, okay, this line, now that I've given us some more words around it and a better feel for it, this destiny line, 
If it was going to pierce your being somewhere along your central channel, where does it pierce your being? In this moment, it can always change, doesn't matter. Again, for me, it's still my solar plexus and it just pierces right through there. And so I let it go as far in front of me as it wants to. I just let it go. And then, <laughs> um, it's kind of infinite. So just a little note, it's kind of infinite, but it doesn't matter if it goes all the way or into like out of sight where you can't even notice it anymore or not, doesn't matter at all. And then you feel behind you and then you let it go as far back, as far back as it wants to go. <laughs> Same thing, it's kind of infinite, but again, it doesn't matter how it shows up. It doesn't, it's, only, it's just what we are conscious to in this moment. So it might be a foot in front of you, might be two feet behind you, it doesn't matter at all. And so you just allow this, this line, and this is something that you could do as a daily practice if you don't wanna join bones, which I don't know why on earth you wouldn't wanna join bones. You literally get like seven daily practices to do this month. We do, I don't know, 10, 12, 15 different doorways into this um, during the workshop. So there's tons of stuff. But anyways, if you're like, no, Sabrina, I don't want to grow that fast. I don't want to be part of a really powerful community. I definitely don't want to hang out with you, Sabrina, live on Zoom every month at all. <laughs> if you definitely don't want to do any of that, this is a practice that you could do to support yourself through these energetics. That's letting this line go far, far, far forward, far, far, far back. And then the forward is toward your North node. The forward is toward your North node. That's um, callings. I love this word right now. It's callings. It's future potentials. It's soul longings. It's heart's desires. It's, can you feel like, and I'm, I'm doing this motion almost as if like this, um, this come, come this way, like keep walking, keep walking, keep walking, keep, keep walking. This is exactly what you're most deeply longing for. It is exactly what will make you feel full. It will fulfill you. It will bring you the peace that you're longing for. It will, it will bring you the love that you're longing for. It will bring you the stillness, the joy, the, the aliveness that you're longing for. It's literally that line, that, that line. And, and just staying with it and following it, following, I call it sometimes the breadcrumb trail, right? You've probably heard me talk about this if you've hung out for a little bit, the breadcrumb trail. It's like your soul's path. And there's just these little breadcrumbs. Like you get a little hint and a little breadcrumb, like, ooh, must join bones. <laughs> I'm really, I'm really all over this membership right now um, because this month is huge and there's some such good stuff in there this month. Um, but you get a breadcrumb. Okay, I'm going to join Bones. I just, that's the only thing I know. Cool, you join Bones. You get into Bones. Oh my gosh, you do this two-hour workshop. It blows your system open. It gives you this insight. It gives you this, this, um, we do this practice around, this was a really good practice. This was the practice that actually I uncovered that I need to sell this retreat center in Colorado. This literally happened in this April Bone Circle from a practice we did where we just opened up the whole of our lives to, to truth and to allowing deep wisdom to bubble up. Like, what are we not seeing? What's here for me to see? What's here for me to see? What's the next thing? What's here for me to see? And, and okay, so you do that and then, oh, well, okay, this is my next breadcrumb. 
this is my next breadcrumb is uh, sell my house. Okay. I got it. I got it. Um, it's a totally true story. A totally true story. Rewilding retreat centers going to go up for sale in July. Um, and it all happened in the bones circle. I even share it. Um, so if you do join bones, you'll hear me, um, share it after we go through the guided practice. And then I kind of share like, Whoa, this is what I got. What did everyone else get? Um, yeah. So anyways, um, this North node, South node line is, has been extremely activated for a while. Um, it is, we've talked about this in past videos. I don't want to talk more about it, but we've had dark goddesses dancing on the North node of this. They open it up. They, they really deepen us into our truth around the North node. We've had Venus squaring the North node. We, at the time I'm filming this, Mars is just coming off of a square uh, with the North node. We've had so much activation and activity happening with the North node right now during this full moon, Saturn is squaring this line. So, okay, so let me, let me enact this for us so we can feel this. So your destiny line is running right through you, right? North node, that's your, your unique future potentials, your unique soul longings, your unique heart's desires, your, even the ones that you don't know are there, right? They're, it's all there, right? It's all there. So that's opening up. You've got where you came from. So South Node is where you came from. Now, where you came from, there's, it's like twofold. Um, I sometimes will refer to it as like your karmic backpack. So if you want to uncover some of your own karmas and what you've come here to evolve through, move through, grow through, uh, sometimes people call them lessons or learn, but, um, but what, what we came as a soul, but this is soul. This is a soul line. This is not my personality. I mean, my personality serves my soul, but this is like your soul line. So in this past lifeline, I will sometimes refer to it as this past lifeline, this you don't have to think about past lives. You don't have to believe in past lives. Don't care. But basically we came in with an imprint. We came in with an imprint and in that imprint, there are, okay, this is the thing that Sabrina, you really came in to unhook from, to grow out of, to evolve through, right? We all have them. We all have them. We all have them. <laughs> Let me repeat it. We all have them. <laughs> so, so in there, there's, there's these karmic lessons, we can call them just for short, for simple, um, a simple way of talking about it. For simple. Who says that? Just for simple. Oh my gosh. I love it. We're going to start having our own language in these videos at some point. I think it's already starting. So here is sometimes very challenging and this is this we really need to talk about this sometimes very very challenging sometimes it's extremely hard to unhook from karmas sometimes it's extremely hard to even see them much less to let them go they sometimes feel like things that you just will never get past you will never grow through you will never outgrow you will never um, like i had asthma the whole of my life until i was 25 
And then it was literally like the karma of asthma. I had it until 25. And then something I thought I would never, ever overcome this. I'm never going to overcome this. I'm just not. And then boom, 25. And it was like, oh God, oh, that little piece of karma unhooked itself. I don't have asthma. I don't have the allergies that I once had. Oh, oh, who knew? Um, I had an awful relationship with my mom. Awful. She will tell you I was the worst child. It was awful. Like, can't even tell you how bad of a relationship I had with my mom. And then in my 20s, right around the time when I let go of the asthma and the allergies. So I am confident there's something linked there. But, and some of you I know know tons and tons and tons about the energetics of medical things. And you will see that childhood asthma has a lot to do with family patterns. Um, and so, so walking this line, this karmic line and releasing the karma of that relationship with my mom, it was a very, um, let me see, very destined. That's how this feels to me. This is how it feels to me. It was very destined. I think we choose our parents as very destined events. Like we choose them because they are perfect for our soul's journey. Like they might not be perfect or even great parents, but they were perfect for our soul's journey, for my soul's unfolding, for what it wanted to express, what it wanted to experience, what it wanted to grow through, what it wanted to move into, right? This whole destiny line. And so in that South Node, these, these karmas, they release themselves. We work through them and then they just let go. Like I have a great relationship with my mom. She will tell you. I hope my brother and my sister don't watch this. She will tell you that I am now and have been for probably 15, 20 years now, um, the person in her life who is um, probably the, uh, I don't even know what the words would be, but the closest or the, um, the, I don't even, I don't know. I don't want to put words in, into how my mom would, how my mom would speak about that, but that's a pretty huge shift. I mean, that's like a night and day difference from what it used to be. I was her least favorite person to now like one of her or her favorite person. Yeah. Tammy James. Those are my brother and my sister. I love you guys. And I'm the favorite. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Not really. Not really. Um, anyways. Um, so, <laughs> This karmic line, this uh, south node to north node um, walk, Saturn is right here. Saturn is <laughs> Father Time, Lord of Karma. He is Mr. Miyagi. Wax on, wax off. I will give you the lessons you need so that you can step into who you were meant to become. I don't care if it's hard. I don't care if you have to keep repeating wax on, wax off for a really long time. That's what I'm going to do for you so that you step into who I know you can be. He is disciplined. He is um, time. So go back to this father time. It's very much... Um, Sorry, I just got swept away by Saturn being father archetype as well. And we'll talk about that in a second. Um, this can bring up our relationship to the masculine. Like a lot of stuff around our own father, uh, our father line, our relationship with our father. Um, 
the father energy in ourselves, father energy in the world. It can bring up a lot around that. But so we've got Saturn and he's basically saying, um, you're going, you're going to walk this line. You're going to. And I don't care how many hard lessons I have to deliver to you. I don't care how many times you have to repeat this thing until you get it. You know, he's also like Gandalf or uh, Yoda, right? He, he's, he's this wisdom. He is this wisdom. We always think of Saturn as being um, like Maleficent, like, oh, he's so hard. He is fucking amazing. He is amazing, right? As all archetypes, they have both sides to the coin, right? They have, yeah, the, you know, malevolent, oh, this just takes so much longer with Saturn. It's rigid and it's, you know, time consuming. And it, I just, you know, but on the flip side, when you get a Saturn lesson, you get it. And there's no slipping backwards. There's no um, not embodying it. There's no, like, you get it. So it reminds me of my mom, that conversation with my mom of when it shifted, never did I go back to having asthma. Never did my mom and I go back to having a crappy relationship, ever. Like, once you get it, you get it and you're done. Like, you can let that go and move forward. And that's what Saturn's saying to us in this full moon. That's what he's saying. That's the gift that's on offer is really unhooking you from karma. Now you might be going kicking and screaming. So here's a little personal confession. Um, I've, I also talk about this in the bone circle. So someone asked me why I sprained my ankle twice if I could share um, the insights that I've kind of uncovered from meditating on this ankle sprain and what just what it's brought to me. Um, but it had to do with moving from, and I've mentioned this in, in a few podcasts in the past, and I know beautiful women in our community said, do a podcast on this. And I will, because I think it's very relevant and very valid. And I think I can share some things um, that can help around it. But it's a, to do with relationship. By the way, Saturn is conjunct Juno. So he's going to weave in relationship, long-term partnership. So Juno is not, she's goddess of marriage. She's Jupiter's consort, but she's not just about marriage. She's about long-term partnerships. She's about commitments. And so possibly looking at commitments to do with our destiny, to do with walking that line. If you're going to step into your greatest life possible, your greatest potentials, you're like, you are going to let your soul flourish in the greatest way possible because that's what's on offer right now. What do you need to do? Like, let's get real about this. What do I need to let go of? Are there partnerships that just don't fit or are holding me back? What's the weight that's holding me back? What are the anchors that no longer serve? What is, what is the, the weight? What's weighing me down? What are the karmic hooks that are still holding me on this destiny line right in this very point that I'm at? What's stopping me from moving forward. This is, this is, we're not getting out of this lightly. Like we're just not, we're, we're yes, it's Jupiter, Neptune. Oh my gosh, Pisces, this is so great. All these gifts are opening. And with all of that opening, with this new state of consciousness, with all of these gifts that are unfolding, we are being asked to walk forward on the destiny line. 
You are being asked to further embrace and embody your full potential. It's literally like the whole world saying enough, enough being half alive, enough being half on purpose, en enough, en now, now. And with Saturn right there, oh man, we're not getting away with shit. There are two other archetypes too that I'll get into in a second um, that are also just there. They are like a lightning rod into truth. It's literally not a light, like a spotlight into your truth. And they will also be supporting Saturn to hold you to that destiny line. Like they, and they're fierce. They are ferocious. They are fierce. One's a dark goddess and one's a dark god. Um, so we'll talk about that. Um, let me feel, are we diving into that now? I feel like there was a loop that I had opened that I maybe didn't, didn't fully close. Um, ankle relationship. This is the loop that I didn't close. <laughs> maybe I just leave it hanging here and I tell you that you can get the full story when you join Bones. No, I won't do that to you. Um, can you tell? I really, 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 really would love for our community to join us in Bones. I, it's a powerhouse of a group. You have zero commitment. You can come in, try it out for a month. If it's not for you, it's not for you. We totally understand. You just drop out the next month, but at least this month, you get like five hours, six hours of workshops that support this moment in time. It's, it's, that's insane for 40 bucks. Like just try it out. Who cares? Right. I mean, I care cause I think it's really valuable and really helpful, but if it's not true, it's not true. Right. If it doesn't serve, it doesn't serve. And everything I'm talking about is what's true for you. What's true for you. What's true for you. What's true for you. And if I were to say to you, you should be in bonds versus say to you, do what your truth is. <laughs> I would be such a ridiculous hypocrite, right? Like, about not walking your talk. Okay, so I'll give you the I'll give you the ankle thing, and then I'll end on these two powerhouses that are gonna hold you to the fire during this moon, during this Jupiter-Neptune conjunction, <laughs> going forward into eclipse season. By the way, we are in the eclipse portal, right? This next new moon on the thirtieth of April, it's an eclipse. Like we're already in eclipse. Like we we go from. This. I mean, it's just like one to the next to the next and I keep I feel this huge wave like it's these big monstrous waves at the moment eclipses are also a huge um time for uh again like quantum leaps quantum leaps into your potential if there was ever a time that you were going to slow the fuck down and <laughs> um I shouldn't say slow the fuck down because we're also in Aries season so like it's it's creating it's also creating and doing in the world. So please don't mistake that. Um, trust that energy if that's there, if pioneering is there, if doing, 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 if manifesting is there for you, like totally trust that right now. Um, but if there was ever a time where I would say, just put some attention and some energy and some focus on your inner world, it's fucking now. It's now on your spiritual evolution, your soul's evolution, your purpose, your potential. It's now. It's finding peace, rewiring your system so that you are joyful more often. You feel love. You receive love. You're able to bring love into you. It's now. Like it's now. 
it's doing inner work now will will pay off like tenfold, tenfold of what it might have a year ago. It's just big. It's been, it's part of why I'm so all over us about joining bones, um, about just doing something that aligns with this moment. And that's exactly what that's about is practices, is space, is energetics that align with this moment in time. And then next month we'll be with next month's moment in time and what's going on then. So, all right, enough. Again, links are up here and down below. So the relationship story, uh, I'll, I'll just share this super quickly and then I'll dive into those other two points. But it's, I was sharing this um, piece around for, this was just my journey through a relationship, started out very codependent relationship. And I'm only talking about, I'm not only talking about intimate partnership, but um, that's probably the one I was highlighting um, when I was sharing the story was um, very codependent relationship. Then that evolved, this was my own evolution through this, into independent, independent, where I was very independent. And this, is, this has been years, this, this space. That was part of my own evolution, my own evolution around relationships um, to others. It was part of my growth. It was my evolution. It was my growth. It was my, like walking the destiny line. It was like walking through the karma. Like my karma came in as you are a codependent son of a bitch. You have very watery boundaries. You are extremely sensitive. You are a complete empath. You take on everyone's emotions and you alchemize them and transmute them so that the whole room stays happy all the time. That was how I grew up as a little tiny baby. That was my job. Keep mom happy and feeling good because mom didn't know how to handle her emotions. But if I kept mom happy and feeling good, right, by alchemizing bad emotions and making sure everyone's always happy, we get fed. <laughs> we get fed. Like that was my childhood pattern that developed. Again, can you feel the karma? Can you feel the karma? But part of it is underneath, this was another part I wanted to share, underneath these letting go of these karmas are huge gifts. But you don't get to the gift typically until you let go of the karma, until you work through the wounding around it or the fear around it or the whatever it is that you're learning. Until you work through it, you don't get to give the gift. You don't get to have it um, expressing in a healthy, uh, how do I wanna say this? Um, there's a, there's a word I use oftentimes is, is like three stages, dormant, distorted, divine. And you could talk about that for archetypes, parts of self, or you could talk about that for gifts. It's, it's these gifts in us are dormant then they, they awaken, but they're like really wonky. They hurt us. They hurt others. We don't necessarily know how to use, like, I didn't know how to use that alchemizing ability. I didn't know how to use my capacity to just light bomb a room grace bomber room. I've been doing that since I was like two, like my whole life I have been doing that. Um, and had to work through all of that to come to now, right now, what I do in the world was developed from all of the karma that I had to work through and from just gifts that were sitting in that South node line, that past lifeline of, I don't know how I do what I do, right? I don't know how, how I do what I do. Um, I mean, I kind of do because I've had to learn how to teach others to do it. So I've had to sort of figure out and like reverse engineer it so that I can share it with others to be able to do something similar in their own kind of way. But I hope that's making sense. 
Um, and I hope I'm like tying all of these little threads together. Again, take what you can. Maybe you come back and watch this again. Um, maybe there's some stuff that you just chuck in the fucking bucket. You're like, oh my gosh, I have no idea. This was too much, Sabrina. Totally understand that. Just leave it. Like take what resonates and leave the rest. Maybe come back if you need to. I know, you know, so many members of the community, they were like, I watched it three times. I watched it three times and each time I watched the video, this was just our last one where it was a deep dive like this. Um, each time I watched it, something else hit that didn't hit the time before or I understood something else that I didn't understand the time before. So in case that serves, that's always an option. Um, so I'll tell you the last little bit of the relationship journey just in case that part serves and I'll if you want a future episode on this relationship journey, leave a comment and let me know. Let me know if this serves. I know of two women in our community only who said this would be a great topic. So, um, and if there's enough interest, I will definitely do one. But uh, if we go from codependent, then to independent, then to interdependent, that to me, is I am whole unto self, right? Like I am whole unto self. I don't need you to complete me. I don't need you to be the feminine in my life who's always having to process my emotions for me. I don't need you to be the masculine in my life who always is providing and protecting. I don't, I don't need those things. I can receive them. I can surrender something over to you so that we can still dance. We can still dance the dance of polarity, but I don't, I don't need, I'm not, I don't need these things. Does that make sense? This is, this is such a, I don't know. I, I feel like the state of intimate relationship is at this point of we're really seeing codependent patterns. And then we're really, we, some of us have shifted into real independence, like real independence, but there's like a longing that happens here in independence. It's, it's, yeah, I'm growing and yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm really becoming like whole sovereign self. I'm really becoming a whole human being. And that's part of that. You know, I was saying like, wake up and grow up. It's part of the grow up process. But now when two whole humans come into a dance together, Holy shit, like this is what relationship was meant to be. Like two whole humans where there's not the neediness, there's not the, you know, I, I, I don't wanna go into any more of this because <laughs> there's so much and I'm very passionate about it. Um, anyways, we talk more about that in Bones. So we talk more about that in Bones. If you're interested in me doing a full podcast topic on it, leave a note in the comments below. Would love um, to hear your feedback on things. Also, if you're getting something out of this video or have gotten anything out of this video, if you would hit the like button, that would be amazing and super helpful for us and just kind of a gift. Like, a, hey, Sabrina, thank you. It's cool. I uh, really appreciate what you're doing. Comments are also really appreciated. Um, they just help us a ton. They help us to see we, the whole team, the team reads all the comments. So it really helps us to um, see things from a different angle. So if there's a topic, other topic that you would love for us to dive into, or if you're loving this style of podcast, uh, let us know if 
you think there's someone in your life who might serve or who might who this might serve <laughs> we can tell we're getting close to the hour mark um my words are starting to get all jumbly uh and if it feels like it might serve someone else um, to send them this that also is just uh, this is fun <laughs> it's just fun to grow our community and invite others into the wildness that is embodied astrology, that is these conversations, that is our amazing community. All right, so final piece I wanna share on uh, this. Here's the sun and moon, right? So sun and moon are opposite each other in a full moon. Conjunct the sun is the goddess Eris. I love, I love her. She's very misunderstood. I wanna talk about her in a second. But so if you're thinking sun is at the top, moon is at the bottom, and then at a 90 degree angle to the sun and the moon and to Eris is Pluto. God of the underworld, Hades himself, Persephone's consort. For those of you who have the Persephone Hades online retreat, now is a really great time to dive into Hades specifically. But if you don't, don't worry about it. Just join Bones. <laughs> we do do some of this Pluto shadow work in this month's uh, circle, in this month's workshop. Okay, so let me talk a little bit about these two and then we'll, and then I'm gonna love you and leave you. Eris, she's a, she's a dark goddess. She's also a warrior goddess. So if you look at the six faces of the feminine, by the way, if you haven't done that masterclass, it's something that you might wanna consider doing. We'll put that link below as well. Six faces of the feminine, two of those faces, warrior goddess and dark goddess, Eris would sit in both of them. Dark goddess because she shines a light on what is repressed, what is hidden, what is in the shadow, right? That's part of the aspect of dark goddess. There's also this just fucking wild woman that sits in the dark goddess energy, like just wild woman. Like I do not care about social norms. I do not care about nice girl, pretty girl. I do not care what everyone wants me to be. This is my raw primal feminine life essence. That's, that's part of Eris part of the dark goddess energy, but Eris definitely is that she adds in a flavor to that of chaos. I will create chaos not to confuse you, although that can be part of the process. It's not her main aim though. Her main aim isn't to cause you to feel like you're in hell. Her main aim is to get you to your truth. I will create chaos and discord because what it's going to do is it's going to show you something you would not have otherwise seen. You would have kept going along with the social norms, with the everything's fine, everything's fine, everything's fine until the chaos shows up, until the chaos shows up. But she's doing it in this, um, the words, sorry, um, there's another thread that I want to weave in here, and that's the warrior goddess piece, right? I just talked about the dark goddess aspect. Warrior goddess is, um, for Eris, it's, uh, uh, I am a, a social activist, social justice. There's this justice piece in Eris, and this full moon is in Libra, and that's justice. That's balance. It's harmony 
But with the dark goddess here, like it's bringing it more into justice than it is peace and harmony. Because that's Libra. Libra's peace and I have a Libra moon. It's so fabulous. Like, thank God. I always say, thank God I have a Libra moon because the rest of my chart is like fire. But oh, thank God for my Libra moon because it's just this harmony, peace, balance. Like it's, it's stunning energy. But it's also justice energy. And so with Eris there, it's bringing out the justice aspect. It's bringing out the balancing of the scales, like justice. I am demanding. I am demanding justice. And so you might feel the warrior energy um, coming through. And I don't know, maybe even more warrior energy, um, like that feminine... Give me one second. That feminine, I will, I will stand up for, um, for all the children of the earth. I will stand up for all the injustices. I don't care if it has to do with me or my family. It's way beyond that. I, I love all the children of the earth and this breaks me. And so I will do something about it. I will, I will be an activist. I will be a sacred activist. So that's Eris. Now this Eris Pluto square has been going on for a while like a long while. So this is nothing new, I won't talk about that, but I just wanted to highlight that Eris is right on the sun during this full moon. And with Pluto there, it will, um, let me feel this aspect. I wanna try to give you something specific because I could go into general terms about Pluto, but let me feel for a very specific thread given all of the other energies. Um, okay, let's weave it into potentials. I really think that all of this is about potential. I, I mean, if I were to give this, uh, this full moon, uh, some sort of a theme, it would be around like, you have so much more potential. Like it's just, it's a moment of potentiality, like huge potential, um, stepping into your potentials. So Pluto helps us to do that by, fuck, I love him for this by shining a light on a potential that makes you squirm. I know that's a bit like, <laughs> it's a bit, I don't know, tangible. It's a bit like in your face, but shining a light on a potential in you that makes you uncomfortable as fuck. Like shines a light like, I see that you are. Da, 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 da. I see that you're called to da, da 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 da. I see that your purpose or that what will fulfill you or what will bring you peace is da 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 da. da. But it's something he doesn't just give you the light and fluffy ones. Like you got to go deep. You got to get into the uncomfortable. Make you squirm. Like make you want to poop your pants because it's scary. You don't quite believe it. You don't think you can go there. You don't think you're enough to go there. You're not ready to go there. You're all kinds of things, all kinds of things. That's the gift of Pluto in this moment. That's the gift of Pluto. Like I see this potential in you and you might have friends um, in your life. I know I have two amazing friends, amazing friends who 
do this to me on a very regular basis. I wouldn't be standing here today if I didn't have those Plutonian truth bomber friends. I wouldn't. I would not be here talking to you today. I probably would have never found a rewilding for women. I would never have stepped into what I've stepped into today without them. And so and it, they don't have to, this energy doesn't have to come through a person or a friend. It can be like a union psychoanalyst. It can be in a bones workshop, <clears throat> right? It's just a space and it's an energy that points to, hey, and, and you need to feel safe. That's part of what bones is about. It's just a safe, beautiful container of love and of acceptance. And without feeling safe and loved and accepted, we will never be able to be that vulnerable because he makes you, it's a vulnerable feeling. It's uncomfortable and it's vulnerable and we get squirmy. That was why I used the word squirmy is because it's vulnerable, right? That's, that's what Pluto's gifting us during this full moon. All right. I hope I see you in bones for more. I am so grateful to be doing this with you all. If you feel to leave us a comment, uh, please do. We check them all out. If you feel to subscribe so that you don't miss future episodes, whether that be on the relationship or that be on the new moon. By the way, this next new moon astrology video will be the eclipse, the first eclipse happening. So stay tuned for that. Um, in the meantime, I love you and I will see you where I see you, when I see you, and how I see you. Mwah.